Hey, welcome to Local Matters on this fine Monday. Glad you're able to be with us. My guest today is someone that I've known uh, a few years. Uh, Try. Oh, never mind. We won't go there. But I have with me in the studio this afternoon, Maury Serby. Good afternoon, Judy. Delighted to have you with me. Thank you. It's good um, to be here. This afternoon, we're going to talk a little bit, and, and we were talking right before we went on the air, that um, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk about themselves, but, um, you know, it's okay to do that once in a while, especially on a program that talks to interesting and fascinating people, <laughs> and you're an interesting and fascinating man. Well, thank you. And so is your sweet wife. She's not a man, but she's an interesting and fascinating woman, an educator. Oh, she's, she's retired, too. Yes, she is. Uh, but you're both very, very active in the, uh, well, not only in uh, uh, this community, the in Putnam County, but really the whole Upper Cumberland area. Um, you worked for Fleet Guard for uh, a I few years. Thir- I spent 39 years. 39 uh, with Fleet years. Fleet Guard and mm-hmm. Cummins. Um, in their human resources area. Yep. I knew that. Been there a long time, but <laughs> loving retirement, busier than you ever were, quite probably. Uh, I am. Uh, I, Linda and I talk, and I, I say, wow, how did I ever find time to do everything <laughs> that I was doing when I was working? Because I'm as busy in retirement uh, as I was when I was working. You know, I uh, found that true for all folks <laughs> that come on my show that are retired, that are interesting and fascinating. Absolutely. They just don't stay still. Uh, and that that's a good thing. You know, if you rest, you rust is what I hear. Well, it, it, it's good um, uh, because I, I would rather be active uh, than dormant. And um, staying busy and, and giving back is the main thing. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And, yes, you do give back. You have given greatly, not only to the black community uh, in the Upper Cumberland, but all the Upper Cumberland, all communities in the Upper Cumberland. And for that, I'm very grateful to you. Uh, you were born and raised in Cookville? I grew up. I was born here in Cookville, grew up in Cookville. Uh, spent basically all my life in Cookville, uh, again, other than uh, during the time that I was working, uh, where I uh, had an opportunity to travel uh, all over the world, really. But uh, but Cookville is home, and I'm very proud to say that, you know, I've been, uh, I've been to a lot of places, but I haven't uh, been anywhere that I like any better than Cookville, Tennessee. Your job took you. And my job places. took me all over. Um, uh, in my work, I supported a lot of our different international locations, mm-hmm. uh, Korea, Singapore, Australia, uh, France, uh, China. Oh, my. You've uh, seen Mexico. a lot of this world. So I've seen uh, seen quite a few places. And yeah. I, I tell people for a little old country boy that grew up uh, right here in Cookville, Tennessee, uh, I've had uh, some great opportunities. And you really have. It's been really good. Um I have known you since we were in high school in the 60s. In the 60s, yes. Yes, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about a subject, uh, and I've heard you talk about this before, Morris, but I think it's something that um, the radio audience needs to hear or should hear, and and don't mean to be political or anything, but I, when, when we were both in high school, you were going to school at the Darwin High School, uh, our Darwin School, I guess it was called. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually Darwin High and Elementary. 
Okay, uh, that was the official name. That was the official name. And I do remember it well. Uh, The reason I remember it is because there were these absolutely fantastic lunches that these ladies from uh, the different churches would would get together uh, in the black community. And on Sundays after church, Oh, my goodness. Mile high meringue pie. That's the goodness, <laughs> goodness truth. I'm telling you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and Judy, a and lot it would of the, be at, at the Darwin High. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that was done as fundraisers. Sure. To uh, raise money. To raise money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of a lot of white people supported it. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But it was in the 60s when we were in school uh, that the that we uh, uh, integrated in Putnam County. Now, I'm going to bring something up here that a lot of people may not know, but it's something that I have been told. I don't know if it's true or not, Morris, and I don't know whether you do or not, but uh, the Darwin High burned down. It literally burned to the ground just about. Uh, And I've heard you share that story. And uh, share that with us, if you don't mind. Well, Judy, I, um, you know, I spent the first eight years of my um, education life at uh, Darwin High in elementary school. Um, and uh, I, I think it was somewhere around January or February of 1963, mm-hmm. uh, the school did burn down. And uh, I still remember that morning very vid- vividly. Um, some of my cousins uh, uh, that lived a little closer to the school, we lived right in the back door of the school, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came running up uh, to say the school is on fire. Oh, my word. Well, uh, you know, I'm an eighth grader, so mm-hmm. we all go running. Sure. Uh, to, we got so close, and then the firemen would, would, would hold us back. But there we were watching the smoke billowing mm. uh, from, from our school uh, there. Well, it, you know, it was exciting because, you know, you got a big fire. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, you're not really thinking about all of the ramifications that's going to occur sure. uh, as a result of that. But um, uh, but it did. It, it happened. And then the aftermath, some decisions had to be made exactly. as to what was going to happen. And, and uh, uh, the good decisions, well, some bad decisions, good or bad. Um, uh, you know, at the time, uh, we didn't really realize uh, whether they were good or bad, the only thing we knew was uh, they were figuring out how we were going to continue the school year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keep in mind, we had kids that were bussed in from Salina, Livingston, all uh, over Sparta, the Upper Cumberland, mm-hmm. uh, all over the Upper Cumberland. Because and these were black children. These were black kids, yes, yeah. uh, because uh, Darwin was the only black high school uh, in the in the in the Upper Cumberland area mm-hmm. at the time. So. A, a decision was made um, uh, that we would continue the school year uh, in the in the black churches in the in the West End community. Okay, uh, and uh, that's what we did. They converted uh, the um, Rolling Chapel Presbyterian Church, Wright's Chapel United Methodist Church, and at that time Trinity Baptist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those were the those were the three churches. How many students? Were enrolled at that time. Oh, do you recall? Gosh, uh, between high school and uh, and elementary, Judy. My gosh, I I I I don't even remember. Uh, you know, I'm thinking there were probably um, um, 150 to 200 students okay. um, 
you know, give or take mm-hmm. uh, there. But, um, you know, our education was uh, was still important. So we did get those churches converted. And um, we from from February until the school year ended, I think in May or June, we we went to those churches um, uh, every morning, just like going going to school. And then uh, there there were some other decisions during those times that had to be made. Okay, mm-hmm. at the end of the school year, what's going to happen? Uh, well, you know, one of the things uh, that always comes into mind is cost. Sure. Well, you know, some of the decisions uptown, as we would say, <laughs> uh, they had to think about, well, well, were they going to put that much money back into West Cookville into a black school system, mm-hmm. a new school? Well, obviously, um, I guess someone thought about it and decided that that probably wouldn't be the best thing or, or not the most economical thing. So it was at that time in uh, August 1963 that the school systems in Putnam County uh, were integrated. Right. Now, now what people may not realize is that that caused a little bit of a, a chain reaction throughout the Upper Cumberland because, you know, we had these students that were being bussed in from Salina, mm-hmm. from Livingston, from Sparta. So now, all of a sudden, what was going to happen with them? So that... That 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 action that that occurred with Darwin burning down, it really created a lot of a lot of things. And and I and now looking back, some good things. Talking with me this afternoon is um, Morris Irby, and bless him, I'm delighted that he is with us. And um, we're talking about the Darwin High School and Elementary School that burned. In Cookville, and uh, Morris, uh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. There were lots of uh, rumors going around, and and I remember some of them, and some of them I don't. But that uh, as to what caused the fire, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh no, I know exactly what you're talking right? about. Um, it was um, it was many years later that um, uh, that that it actually surfaced as to what, what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I won't, I won't call any particular names, but it, uh, it ended up that it was probably one of our citizens uh, in the community that actually uh, created uh, the fire. So it was arson. Uh, and, and, I mean, that's, the, that's what you call it mm-hmm. uh, now. Uh, now, again, you could look at that, as a as a bad thing, and of course, I know arson is bad, but sometimes good things come out of bad things That's right. that probably shouldn't have been in the first place. So of I course. like to think I like to think about that situation that occurred was um, one of the one of the people in our community that was forward thinking enough to realize that if something drastic didn't take place, we would still be stuck. In, we meaning the black community. Meaning the black community, mm-hmm. the black uh, students sure. would still be stuck for however uh, mm-hmm. many years in our situation. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, we we had great teachers. Oh, you uh, did? Isaac and Amanda Bahannon, Easter Mays, Agnes Stevens, um, Edna Beasley, Glad- Gladys uh, Gardenhire-Smith, Raymond Robinson— these teachers, uh, 
they they loved the students. Mm-hmm. And the good thing was these teachers had had been out in the world somewhat and they knew what we needed yes. as black kids mm-hmm. go, growing up, basically. And you're just on the, in the 60s, we're still, the civil rights movement is still in full swing. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's tapering coming, maybe, uh, it's, but. It's taking, it's getting, getting momentum mm-hmm. uh, there. But, um, you know, I, I, I often think back, Judy, on those times, um, and, and, and I think about a, a lot of the good times uh, that I had, but but after I, you know, several years later, after growing up, and then uh, I, I like to think getting a little smarter, <laughs> I, um, I I I look back, and I now I think on it as, you know, how could people really talk about this separate but equal? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was really nothing equal about the education thing. The only good thing, like I said, we had great teachers right. that cared for us. And um, uh, that helped us tremendously. Sure. Got to take a break here, folks. Uh, Morris, stay with me. We will be back uh, in just a few moments and uh, help support our sponsors. We appreciate it. Talking this afternoon with Mr. Morris Irby. Uh, we've been talking, Morris, about the uh, um, integration uh, that took place here in Putnam County in the mid-60s. And, uh, you know, to, being a white woman in high school at the time, uh, it seemed to me, looking at it through a white woman's eyes, uh, that it's it was a smooth transition. Now, that may not have been true. Uh, looking at it as a black man through black man eyes, was it was it a smooth transition for the black children that were well, it it was uh, it was smooth in in some sense of the word. Um, there there were some trouble spots, okay. but I, I would say for the most part, uh, it was um, uh, a fairly good transition. Keep in mind, there were a lot of people and a lot of white students that didn't want us uh, at their school, I'm and sure and, that's and, true. and understand <laughs> there were a lot of us. That didn't want to be, be there <clears throat> at their school uh, because all we had ever known was our black school mm-hmm. uh, system. Now, one good thing that I will say is that Cookville was a little bit ahead of its time in terms of uh, back then the Little League baseball programs. Mm. And the the black kids and the white kids were playing together uh, long before schools were integrated. Which was um, a fabulous thing. Which was a great thing. I can remember in minor league and little league baseball. You uh, played I mean, baseball, I, didn't I you? I did. Yeah, uh, I, I grew up playing with Mac Brown, Watson Brown, and a lot of those guys. And so when when the school systems were integrated, a lot of the a lot of the black kids already knew some of the uh, even some of the more prominent uh, you know white kids. Which mm-hmm. and I, and I think that really helped uh, somewhat. Uh, but but still, keep in mind there were uh, there were some transitions that still had to be made with um, with students, sure, with, and with teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because keep in mind, I mean, there were some white teachers that uh, I don't think were quite on board. Probably uh, were not with, with the situation, <laughs> and and in some situations it was it was obvious uh, there. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, 
you know, things still work out, uh, you know, for the good. I think when God is in place and in, in things, it works out. Yep. And and I can say that uh, looking back now, it was a it was a good thing that happened with Darwin burning down. We lost our school, but we did. We gained so much more because a lot of a lot more opportunities opened up for all of us. Sure. Uh, the students uh, from Salina, Livingston, Cookville, Sparta. Um, you know, Judy, I was fortunate enough to um, uh, to earn a, a baseball scholarship to Tennessee Tech. Now, I'm not sure if our black school had still been in place that 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 would have happened because we did we didn't have all the programs right that that that, that the white schools had. So I don't know. Now I, I you know I'm I'm just I'm I'm thankful. Uh, that it did uh, uh, happen the way it did because uh, it opened up a lot of different avenues for me that and a lot of other many students. would not have gotten probably uh, absolutely. A- at the time. Anyway. A- absolutely. Now, not only did the students integrate, but some of the teachers did. Yes. Uh, I know our, the, the, uh, Isaac Mohannon and his wife both taught at, at Cookville High School. Most most of our teachers uh, went into the uh, into the white uh Putnam County uh, school system because um, uh, Isaac and Amanda Bahan and mm-hmm. Easter Mays uh, went went into the uh, went into the system. Uh, Agnes Stevens went back home to Sweetwater. Okay, and then Miss um, uh, Edna Beasley, I, I I can't remember where she went because she was from Silver Point, mm-hmm. and so I, she went into a school system, but I'm not sure exactly where. Okay. But they, they, I'd say many of them were integrated either here or, or elsewhere, or somewhere, somewhere, because yes. they were good teachers. Oh, absolutely. Excellent and, uh, teachers. Well, uh, that we could talk about that <laughs> until the cows come home, as we say in this area. And uh, talking with Morris Irby, uh, he has other fascinating things about his life. Uh, Morris, I know that you are a very active in the impact uh, group. Um, I know you're very active in your church, uh, and I've heard you speak at funerals. Uh, and we've talked about what a fantastic voice you have, and you have a radio <laughs> voice if there ever was one. Um, you volunteer in many different areas. Um, now, I've had Cindy Schulman on, and Cindy told us all about Impact and, and what that was a part of, but that, that is a great Organization and it started here in Cookville, the best I recall. Uh, y- yes, it started with a group of uh, group of men, a group of uh, you know African American men. Um, uh, actually, Dr. Robert Owens, um, mm-hmm. he's um, an assistant vice him. president yes. of uh, student affairs at the university here. Uh, it was actually his idea was just to bring um, uh, some black men together just to talk, mm-hmm. uh, to share uh, you know ideas. And then that blossomed uh, into something uh, bigger. And actually, IMPACT stands for Innovative Men Progressing the African-American Community Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are, we are a Christian-based uh, organization. And, and, and what, people, what we like people to understand is that, that our outreach is, is for uh, a whole community, not just the African-American community. We want to try to touch... Um, uh, and and make things better for our whole community, right? Uh, that which is all inclusive, 
Um, and because Judy, there are there are still a lot of issues at hand, and we're we're hoping that that we can be a bridge uh, mm-hmm. to help uh, bring a lot of things together uh, to help soften uh, a, a lot of the issues that are are at hand. And, and again, be that bridge to bring things together. Boris, do you think we'll ever, ever get to a point to where we're all God's children? Well, we all have red blood. <laughs> Judy, all we can do is is, is hope. Uh, you know, I'm I'm 68 years old, and um, I, I've I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of progress. However, there's uh, a lot more to be made. We're, we're not we're not where we we should be. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm glad we're not where we were. Uh, but of we're not course. where we should be. Yep. Well, you know that that's that's uh, that's a burden, man. That's a burden. It's a it's it's a burden for a lot of lot of us, you know. That that, and I know it has to be, especially for the the black communities in this country, especially. And now it it you know it. I'm seeing it's reminding me of of how difficult and horrible it was. During the late fifties and sixties, and when the civil rights movement first started in in, in Reverend King, you know, um, yeah, un- unless you unless you actually lived that time and walked in those shoes, you you really you really don't have any idea. Admire you, Morris Irby, I really do because um, you're very honest, you're straightforward, you. you put it like it is, put it like it was. <laughs> Uh, and uh, but you, there's a uh, tenderness and a kindness about you. Oh, thank you. And uh, yeah, I think we're very fortunate in the Upper Cumberland area to have you uh, live among us and uh, be of influence not only in in the black community but the white community and any other uh, community uh, that's in this area. Well, thank you, Judy. I appreciate that. Um, I know when. Um, there was something that I used to to wonder about. There was a red door when the old Princess Theater was there on Broad, where Regions Bank is now. There was a red door on the side. There's a little, that little street that there's Walnut Avenue on one side, and uh, then this little, I don't remember what the name of the little street is. Oh, I, I know the I know the, you know, I know the red door. I know, I knew it, it well because you know during those times. Um, uh, it went into the theater. Uh, the, the it it went in upstairs, upstairs in, in the right. balcony, and that was the uh, that was the entrance that uh, uh, that the African Americans used because we couldn't go uh, Just, down that's, front. That, uh, I, I lived through it, and it's there. still unbelievable and, to me. And, and again, Judy, uh, you, you can think about that, uh, and I, I you know I think about that sometimes. Uh, now I think about it with anger, but. Uh, at that I don't time, blame you. At, at that time, though, uh, what people didn't realize, hey, we had a great time in the balcony <laughs> uh, there. I mean, we were up there to ourselves and it was enjoyable mm-hmm. because then you see the thing is that was all we knew. You didn't know any different. We didn't know any. We didn't know any different right. uh, there. But it, it was uh, it was good. It was not until, you know, some years later that you looked at why you were. Uh, up there, and it was because they didn't want us with the white folks. Yeah, didn't want you segregated uh, so down there. Mm-hmm. That brought a different thing to mind. Sure, but at the time, hey, it was great. We I had didn't... our own area, <laughs> so yeah, you, you could you could watch movies in peace. Absolutely, with, yeah. Uh, well, 
Uh, Morris, I so appreciate you being with me this afternoon. We appreciate it very much. Have, Have a good day, folks, and a good rest of the evening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.